Welcome to Storytime with Dad. Today, we'll be reading The Boy Who Ran Up a Volcano. Even when he was young, the boy always loved to run. He would run up hills and through forests, over mountains and across fields. Every time the boy ran, he would feel his heart pounding in his chest and the ground flying beneath his feet. Running gave the boy strength. Running made the boy feel like he could do anything. But although he could run far and he could run fast, the other boys never seemed to believe in him. You're too short and you're too small. You'll never be a real runner, they would yell. When the boy grew older, he traveled all over the world in search of adventure. One day, he came across a city called Arequipa in the south of Peru. The city was surrounded by three huge volcanoes, Chachani, Pichu Pichu, and the largest of them all, El Misti. El Misti stood 5,822 meters high, just a thousand meters below the tallest volcano on earth, and it looked down over the city below like a great guardian. As the boy looked up at the volcano, he imagined what it would be like to run all the way to the top. This was his chance to become a real runner, like he always dreamed he would be. Early the next morning, he began his long journey. His teeth chattered from the cold chill of the early day. His legs trembled and swayed, and his nerves wrestled and wriggled inside his stomach. But the boy knew what he had to do. He ran and he ran. He ran all the way through a sea of sand until he reached the volcano. As he made his way up, his legs felt like lead. His body ached and his bones felt brittle, but he didn't stop. On and on he went, higher and higher, until finally the peak of the volcano was within the boy's sight. His heart burst with excitement. He ran faster and pushed harder, but every time he thought he was getting closer, it was another climb away, another corner, another impossibly steep slope. His eyes had tricked him, and his body now felt broken. Ah, oh, the other boys were right. I'll never be a real runner, the boy cried. But as he peered down at the city lights below, he saw how far he had already come. He realized that if he could just put one foot in front of the other for just a little longer, he could make it. He stood up on his two jelly legs and started running again. One step, two steps, three steps, four steps, he whispered to himself under his panting breath. He climbed and clawed his way up to the highest crest. As he stood above the cities, above the deserts and the clouds, he felt a sense of pride for believing in himself and accomplishing what no one else thought he could. He might be short and he might be small, but he is a real runner. He always was. The end. Wow, I like that story. My thanks goes out to the author, Jared Stein, for letting me read his book on the podcast. Now, I'm wondering, have you ever found yourself in a seemingly impossible situation? Maybe doing a task that you thought would be easy and you were excited to do it first, but after doing it for a little while, you realize just how big the task actually is? Sort of like cleaning our rooms. Well, that's what the boy did in the story. He really underestimated how big that volcano was. 
But it's at that moment when we stop looking at what's left to do and look at how far we've come in the task that we realize what we're made of. When you get overwhelmed with something, that's when you should look back at how far you've come. It may inspire you to keep going and try harder. A lot of times, if you're determined to do something, the strength to succeed comes from within you. You are your own best cheerleader. You can motivate yourself. And that confidence is something you can learn to have by looking back at other hard tasks you've done in your life. Believe in yourself and your abilities even when others doubt you. The opinions of other people don't really matter that much. Your opinion of yourself is what matters. And even when you fail to achieve your goal, the goal isn't what's important. That doesn't define how valuable you are. It's the fact that you gave it your all that's important. And that's something to be proud of. Now, if you didn't have a copy of Jared's book to follow along with, I highly recommend it, and I'll put a link to it in the episode description. Or you can visit storytimewithdad.com to get the link. Don't be a stranger. If there's a story you'd like for me to read on the podcast, I'd be thrilled to hear your request. Email me at hello at storytimewithdad.com and let me know how I can help. Thanks again, Jared, for letting me read your story. It's cool to know that it was inspired by your own life and that you've raised money for charity by being brave like this. I'm proud of you and the other kids and adults who were inspired by your story to be courageous and follow in your footsteps. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you again next time. Thank you.